and welcome to episode four of Brain Fart. Today is a special episode because we have a visitor. We have my friend, Sarah Jane Libby. Hey. Okay, thanks for your last yeah. name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, we have my friend, Sarah Jane Libby here, and she is going to talk about the pseudotumor night, the night it all happened. I know I keep like alluding to it in past podcasts, and the, the time is finally here. <laughs> We're very excited. We're very excited. <laughs> what a night. What a night. So a little background on me and Sarah. We go to the same university. We met freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we've been just the closest of friends ever since. She just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> but you can't bosom see. Buddies. Bosom buddies. We've been bosom buddies <laughs> since the beginning. Um, and so yeah, that's, I don't know, that's kind of the whole history. Mm-hmm. We, she was there for me when this happened, so I guess you become closer in that aspect, but for the most part, that's it. We're in the same major. She studies yeah. the same thing I do, so we see each other all the time. We're in classes together all the time. I'm in her apartment all the time. True. Oh uh, I just twitched. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a night. What a night we are having already. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess we should just dive right into it yeah I think um so you guys kind of know about the whole lead up to this night I told you about it I was at rehearsal um and then from my point of view what happened is I was sitting in rehearsal and we were rehearsing and I had forgotten some lines and my head was hurting a little bit and we were doing I think we were dancing or something like doing this weird dance that we were gonna incorporate in it And I remember being like, I'm a little tired, I'm a little lightheaded, I don't feel great, I'm gonna sit out. And so they let me sit out, and then I was kind of, apparently, like, I was kind of just, like, rocking and staring off into space, you know. As you do. As you do. (laughs) And I didn't really know what was happening, obviously, and then they ended up being like, okay, Maddie, go home, you look like cha-trash. And I was like, okay. Um, And as I was leaving, one of the stage managers was um, escorting me out. And she kind of told me that I, kind of told me I needed to go to the hospital. (laughs) She was like, I think you need some more help. And so she ended up calling two people who are my friends, but they weren't my roommates. She had mistaken something and she thought they were my roommates. She called Thomas and Nikki. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she's your roommate, right? And I was like, no. But they ended up coming anyways because they're still my friends. And that's when our friend um, Thomas ended up calling Sarah. Mm-hmm. And so I'll let her take it away. What what was your, what was your night leading up to that fateful event, Sarah? <laughs> Give um, us a walkthrough. <laughs> I mean, it was, pre- it was a pretty boring night. I was just home, probably doing homework or whatever. And I got a call from Thomas and I just answered cuz normal and <laughs> cuz uh, I'm a human and he explained that you were sitting on the ground you were not responding to anyone they had called a ambulance oh. and he was like you need you need to get here and so I was like okay so I didn't really know what was going on but I just put my shoes on and I packed a bag I like Packed. I don't know what I was preparing for. <laughs> I was preparing for the birth of the child. Literally, I was like, I need my, I need my go bag. Like, <laughs> um, and I just threw some in a bag, <laughs> and um, 
I like ran to Life Hall. Can I say that? Life Hall? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think. That's just a building on our campus. It's I not know, like I have a ton of people in listening. In undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I ran and I saw the ambulance and so I just, I walked in and you weren't, it was just like this weird hallway that was leading to stairs, so there wasn't a lot of room. And I believe that the EMTs were already there, if I remember correctly. And you, when I got there, um, the stage manager, Soph, um, was still with you. And she just kind of like filled me in on what had happened during the night. And I got there and I looked at you and I was like just so shocked because you, it's like you weren't in your body. Um, you were sitting up with coat, scarf, all tucked in and everything but you were like shivering mm. and you were just looking straight ahead not at anyone or anything in particular and you just looked glazed and they were trying to they asked you a couple of questions they were like do you know what your name is do you know where you are and you just couldn't answer any of the questions um and it was it was weird because you weren't crying or anything you weren't you didn't it, you, you looked like a zombie like you had no emotions at all and so they were like, okay, we're going to take her to the hospital, get her checked out. And I had all your stuff with me and I like, wasn't even a question. I was like, okay, I'm going to ride in the back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I vaguely remember like little snippets of that mm-hmm. night. And I don't know if it's because of people telling me or if it's because it's my actual memory, mm-hmm. you know, does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I feel like I have this vague memory, uh, I think you might have told me this, where I was sitting on the ground and they were like, you need to get in the ambulance. And I feel like I was freaking out and mm-hmm. I was like, can someone, or they were saying that no one could come with me or something. Yeah. And I like wouldn't go and I wouldn't go. And I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And they were like, would you feel better if someone came with you? And yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you immediately just like stood up and like got your back. I know. I was like, okay, well, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's me. <laughs> and so I rode in the back of the elevator. I took your phone and I texted your parents because I was like, someone should feel Dan and Stason. <laughs> um, and so I just, I texted them in the, I created like, or your group chat. And I just filled them in on what was going on while we were riding over. And like, they asked very normal questions. They were like, what's going on? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. And I just, I said, I, we're not sure yet, but we're going to go get her checked out. And so we got to the emergency room. They immediately gave you a room, which made me nervous because it was a super crowded emergency room where they were, really? they had beds in the hallways. I don't even, that just happened to me. Yeah. I was just, this is going to be another story for another time, but this past week I was in the emergency room again, the same one. And we were in a bed in the hallway. Yep. But besides that, but so we, they brought you into the room, and it was, uh, like I said, it was a super busy night in the emergency room, so they were quick to get you settled, but then once you were, it was, you were stable, and you were, <clears throat> excuse me, you were stable, and um, they knew you were going to be okay for a little bit, they left you for a little bit, mm. so we were there, we were there for a long time. Yeah. Um, it didn't feel like that yeah. long, because I just can't remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I do remember one part, though, that you weren't you weren't allowed to come into the first room with yeah. me, and I remember sitting there, and this nurse was asking me, she was like, what's your name? What's your name? And I just remember crying and not being able to remember, mm-hmm. and being like, I don't know, I don't know, and she's like, of course you have to remember your name. She's very gruff, from what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... 
I'm sure she's a lovely lady. But <laughs> at the time, I was under distress. Um, in distress? Under distress? Under stress? I was in distress. In distress. I was under stress. Ah, yes. <laughs> I was in and under so many things. So, so much of the stress. But so, I just remember her doing that and me crying. And then all of a sudden, I was in the room. Like, that's just one portion I remember. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the room. Like, I don't remember how I got there. I don't remember yeah. how I got into that room with that nurse. That's just, like, kind of a vague memory I have. Well, so they took your vitals, they hooked you up to fluids and stuff, and were just making sure that you were all set. They did, like, an EKG. Hmm. What are the other doctor things that they do? Like, I think, did they give me a CAT scan that one? No, they did not give you a CAT scan that night. They gave you the other one? No, I think it was a CAT, because the MRI is the other one. I think they gave me a CAT scan. I can't remember. All I know is they wheeled you away and did some tests that I couldn't be there for, and I called your parents, and I just kept them updated throughout the night. Um, It was, the one thing that was difficult was because I'm not a blood relative, Mm. so they were limiting the amount of information that they were telling me, which, understandable, but it was frustrating because, you know, you're so far away from home, like, all of us are so far away from home, and nobody... It's it's hard to explain that like her parents aren't coming like no one yeah who can handle this information is coming so like you I you need to tell me um, did, did they ever call my mom they, they called your mom okay. because I was like you need to explain to them what's going on and so they gave them the number and one of the nurses called your mom and filled her in on all like the doctors speak of it and we were there for a while before they came in with news because they really didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I mean, they thought I was on drugs. Yeah. And I mentioned that the last episode where I remember getting, once I was discharged, I got all of the papers back and there was a huge list of all of these tests they performed on me and it was for every single drug Mm -hmm. imaginable, honestly. And it it was just pages of these lists of like all of these things I could be on and obviously all were negative. Slowly throughout the night, you were coming back to life a little okay. bit. Like, you... It was it was very slow. It was like you were coming out of a fog, hmm. um, and you were super tired. I do remember that. So we put, um, like, Family Feud on or something, <laughs> and we were just, like, watching Family Feud. And, and it was still so cold. Yeah, I know, because... <laughs> Tell so, them what you did for me, though. <laughs> so she had an IV in her arm, and I hate needles. I hate... Everything that has to do with the blood, but like yeah. I, I just don't like it. But when you have an IV in your arm, especially when you're getting fluid, it makes your it arm makes your arm so super, cold. super cold. Yeah, and so you were freezing, and you were like, Sarah, like my arm is so cold, like just <laughs> so cold. And I came over and I touched your arm, and it was it was really cold. Like I was like, okay, what are we gonna do here? So like I went into the hallway and I found the cart where they keep all the heated blankets. <laughs> I just took like four and I ran back to the room and I like cocooned you in a way that like I was covering your body and then I had like one blanket specifically to like just hold onto your arm because you were like can you warm up my arm and I like couldn't even touch you I was like um yeah and then we just we were there we were waiting and I just throughout the night I would run out take the old blankets and throw them in a hamper and then I'd take new warm blankets and continue to cocoon you throughout the night and um I thought that you were going to stay overnight yeah and that night there was a impending snowstorm that was coming and so it was getting to be like three yeah it was like two or three in the morning and I was like okay I need to get home yeah like I can't 
I don't, I don't know how I'm going to get home if the, if the weather's going to be this bad. And if you were getting, um, taken into the hospital, I was like, I, you know, I'll, I'll come back in the morning, like I'll bring her stuff, all this. So I checked in with you, checked in with your parents and I took an Uber. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. And I'm still so pissed that I didn't stay because they let you go. They let me go. Like yeah, an well, hour later. Well, that yeah, that's what sucks is I guess this is where I'll interject because I do remember this mm-hmm. portion of the night a little bit. And I have some other little Thank parts I remember. And I remember one of them being <clears throat> I felt like everyone was so mean to me. And I don't know if that was just me being compromised. It, because... I think it had been a rough night in the, in the emergency room because <laughs> everyone was a little on edge. <laughs> but I remember this one nurse coming in to take my blood. Mm-hmm. And I remember her being like, it's going to be okay, sweetie. It's all right. We're going to figure out what's wrong with you. What year are you at Montclair? I heard you're from Montclair. I have a son who goes there. Remember right. her? Yeah. yeah. And I remember just starting to cry because mm-hmm. I was thinking, wow, someone is it's being so nice, nice to, to me. Someone is being caring. And when I'm in a situation where I have no maternal figure or mm-hmm. no, and as great as you were, it was like, it's you, not you, the same. It's not the same. And so just this woman who was a mother, I was like, oh, a mom. You were like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, thanks, mom. <laughs> um, I remember that. And then I remember when they dis- you left. And it made sense because the snowstorm was supposed to start at like three or four. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you wouldn't want to get stuck there. And so basically they came in and they were like, I just... We don't know. I know. You seem fine. I think you just need a sandwich. Yeah. They yeah. came in and they <clears throat> said I might just be hungry. Yeah. It was it was bizarre because I was like, I mean, I'm not a doctor. Like, obviously, <laughs> I don't know these things. But, <laughs> but like, I've never met a hungry person <laughs> like this. You know what I mean? Like, you were just, it was, you, like, couldn't formulate words. Yeah. I was slurring, all it that was, stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, to... Um, going back to them, like, doing the drug tests on you, to be fair. No, it makes you, sense. You looked like you were on a bad trip on something because, like, you, like I said, you were completely glazed over and then it's like emotions would just, like, take over your body and you would just start crying or then you would just be slurring your words. Like, you would yeah, not know how to function like a proper human. But, yeah. So, yeah, they gave me a sandwich. And I got dressed, and then I was kind of lost and didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then I asked how I would get home, and they told me to Uber. And I remember calling this Uber at 3.30 a.m., yeah. 3 or 4 a.m., and just getting in, and her drive, and I, the snow had started. Mm-hmm. I remember that it started snowing and I just wanted to be home in bed. And it was so frustrating too, because this hospital, like not to bash it, but they told me, cause I was like, I didn't want to leave you. Yeah. And I asked them like what they would do for you. Yeah. And they explicitly said like, we'll help her home. Like we'll make sure that she's taken care of like all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, okay. I feel better leaving her. And then when I heard and talked to you the next morning, I was so annoyed. Yeah. I didn't even know they said that because they just kind of said, do you have the Uber app? And I said, yes. And they said, order an Uber. And I 
I mean, I, you knew, you saw the state I was in. I was like, okay, sure. Like, sure. I'll order an Uber. <laughs> I just had a sandwich. I'm healed. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good to go. Um, but then I, yeah, that was kind of the first night. I don't really know what else there was to say about that one. Yeah, it was just, it was bizarre. It was just a, biz- yeah, it felt very Twilight Zone bizarre. And so, and then it was a snowstorm and then the next day we had class canceled right that happened right okay and I honestly all I remember from the first hospital visit to the next neurological appointment neurologist appointment is just my dark room and sleeping I honestly like I know I went to classes but I don't remember anything remember anything I don't remember the classes I vaguely remember Ellen our acting teacher coming in to the bathroom and finding me there and her like kicking my butt and being like we're going well, to the because, neurologist but that's all I remember I mean for days after that incident um you were walking around like you were in a daze again like it yeah. you were sleeping with every spare moment you had and like going to rehearsal fulfilling all of your obligations but like you weren't there and you would get easily overwhelmed did I really go to rehearsal yeah, I think so. A couple times at wow, least. Wow, I cannot. I must have. Yeah, there's I, no way I could have missed that many. Yeah. Wow. I. <laughs> it was like I you were don't running. Don't remember any of that. It's like you were running on on idle. <laughs> um, it's like you were running on autopilot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was scary to watch too because like, what do you even do in that situation? Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't call your parents and be like. I think you need to come out. She's not feeling very good today. <laughs> she's not feeling good. She seems like she's on autopilot. And I, I <laughs> she's mean, not living in the moment. But <laughs> she's not living in the moment. But, I mean, you talked about this a little bit in your other podcast where, like... You listened? Of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, where it's, like, our major is so much about being on mm-hmm. at, at all times. And it's, like, there's um, there isn't shame in it, but there can be this pressure that if you don't do 110 all the time and you're not constantly in the moment happy to be there like you're failing Mm -hmm. and it was so out of character for you all of this behavior so that that was why people were getting so concerned because I'm always on top of things always giving 110 percent always okay (laughs) stop with that Um, (laughs) but yeah so I don't know. And then uh, our acting teacher, I was also in that class. Our teacher is wonderful, like yeah. is a mom herself and like just has a great empathy for other people and like yeah. very intuitive, a little bit like a little teacher, a little kooky, a little kooky, but we love her. And she just had, ha- she was like this enough is enough. She had had enough. <laughs> she was like, okay, what's going on? Like, to like went into the bathroom like what teacher does that like you're like, being weird went into the bathroom was like why are you crying we're calling a neurologist <laughs> yeah <laughs> and from that point on like Ellen was part of the team now it was like yeah there was, was like a core group of people in Montclair that were like a, a part of the team really yeah um because we had to take care of it yeah because you weren't good and I yeah and then I continuing with the story we kind of I kind of related last week we went to the hospital, I bled through the bed, <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. Classy. Classy Maddie. Um, we, I was there, they hooked me up to the EEG, I had a funny looking hat, mm-hmm. it was all of that stuff. And then did you come by 
the first night I was there, did you and Thomas come by? Mm-hmm. I came okay. by a couple times. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was, so you went to stay at a different hospital. Yeah, it was different because I'd gone to a different neurologist and I was like, you cannot send me back to that other hospital because I had such Yeah, like, it just horrible. wasn't, yeah. it was just an off interaction, like just, eh. and so we went to visit you the first night in the hospital and this was a funny story on my part because like, <laughs> so I don't have a car here. I have a driver's license and everything, but I, I don't have a car. And I was like, I don't want to pay for an Uber to get to this hospital. It was like, kind of far. It was further away, to be quite honest. The first hospital was closer, but this one was a good 30 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, where can I find a car? And <laughs> Ellen, our teacher, was like, just take my car. Like, just, just, these are the keys. These are the keys. <laughs> just take my car. And so I was like, okay. And so... <laughs> I found your little Thomas, um, yeah. and I was like, hey, you, you're coming with me, let's go. And so he was like, okay. And so we were walking, and I didn't, she was like, it's a minivan. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't think I really thought about it until I saw the car, because it was like a mom-mobile minivan. Like, like one of the stickers on the back. Stickers like... on the back, rolling um, door, yeah. like, to get in. And I got it, and this thing was old, like, but trusty. And she, and she warned me. She was like, it's a little older. Like, you know, just be firm with it. And I was like, okay. And so I get in this car and my feet can barely touch the pedals. And I was like, great. Um, and it was a trip to get there. Like it, the thing was old and it, it took a lot to get it to start and, and stop. It was, and it was the night too. We were, it was, it was the nighttime. Was, I was, I was like, it was dark outside. It was dark outside. It was, but I was glad I had a buddy. So we get to the hospital, we park, we go up, and you had a funny looking hat on. It was like they put the little beepy things on oh, your head, and then they gauzed you in. To so like, there's a doctor, if you can tell. <laughs> I know the things. And so they put gauze all over your head to like keep it there, but it just looked like a really tight... It looked so dumb. <laughs> and, and I still have like a glazed look in my eye. Just yeah, like... no, you didn't look great. And you were, I mean, you were... Not unhealthily thin, but you were like just a, a little, little paler, a, a little, little haggard, <laughs> a little. <laughs> I wasn't as bloated as I usually am. <laughs> so we go in and like you were very tired, but you were yourself that night. Like yeah, for this day, and you were there for what four days? Yeah, three or four. Yeah, yeah, four days, three nights, I believe. Okay, and for that stay, you were very much so yourself, but you were still very glazed. You very tired. Yeah. I mean, be, just being in the hospital and doing that, like, that's a tiring process, too. Yeah. So, like, there was that. And, I mean, those nights, we just, like, hung out with you. Like, we were just mm-hmm. like, ha, ha, like, whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo. Nothing's happening. Nothing's, we're all yeah. just pals hanging out. It was just yeah. a lot of sitting around and waiting, which, like, I feel like is a common thing for anybody that goes to the hospital because it's, like, such the serious thing. But most of the process is just waiting around exactly. for, for news. Exactly, waiting for news. So, it was nice to be, like with you yeah and so I came that night and I was there for a while drove back Helen's car dropped it off and then I kept I came back a couple of times yeah well what's interesting about the first night that you missed um is I was fine and then all of a sudden I would like nosedive oh my god I forgot about this wow that's huge so I would like yeah sorry go I had seen it happen Thomas had not seen her go into an episode. Yeah. And we'd be having conversation and we'd be so normal. And then you would just glaze over and not be able to talk. And you started like shaking. Well, that's what they thought. And I mentioned this briefly last episode. And then I realized that I didn't quite explain what it was. So what it, 
was is it honestly looked like seizures. Yeah. Like it looked like yeah. not like a petite mall, not a grand mall seizure where I'm like shaking on the ground, but like a petite mall where I just kind of go stiff. I shake a little bit. My eyes roll back a little mm-hmm. bit. And I would have these episodes and they would last like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe not that long. It felt like forever for me. But so, but the thing, that's why they were looking on the EEG to see if I had seizures or I had epilepsy and what it was in the end when she came in and she said, it's not epilepsy. And that I started freaking out because I thought I was faking it. You know, all that. I, we realized that it was my body not being able to cope with what was happening. Mm -hmm. Like the fluid was building and it was creating such an effect on my body that I would just start tensing my muscles. And that's where the shaking Mm-hmm. came from because I was tensing so hard that things would shake uh-huh. and I would just like I don't know like I would look like I was having these seizures and I would look up because I guess my eyes were so affected by the fluid I honestly don't quite know what they were no one really does but it it in- looked it presented like a seizure and uh it was also weird too because then you would snap out of it and you would be close to fine yeah you wouldn't remember what had happened you would have no concept of like what we were talking about or anything. It's not like you just, like, hit pause on life and snapped right back in, but, like, you didn't remember, and then you'd be completely normal, and we were like, oh, weird. Um, So that was kind of unnerving to watch because, I mean, I've never had an experience of somebody having seizures in front of me, so I was like, oh, don't love that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Not my favorite thing to happen. Not my favorite thing I've ever seen. And so that night, we we left uneasy because we were like, like, what the fuck is going on, you know? <laughs> you forgot another part of the story. What? <laughs> when I was <laughs> when I was starting to have this episode, I was sitting there and I was saying, Sarah, Sarah, hold my hand. Oh, yeah, because you were so cold. Sarah. And I was like, Thomas, hold and, her hand. <laughs> and Sarah literally goes, Thomas, hold her hand. <laughs> and I like to think that it was because Sarah was so disturbed by seeing her friend in such a state that she couldn't possibly (laughs) I mean it's to some effect to some effect yes like I I will admit I am not the most lovey-dovey sympathetic (laughs) person that has ever walked the planet I'll own up to that but I mean it was unnerving to watch and it was just it was I didn't I didn't know how to act like I didn't know what the right thing to do was and so so that happened, and... Yeah. And so you guys left. We left, and came back, and it, you things were going downhill. Like, it wasn't like you were, like, rapidly getting better, because no, people still didn't have any idea what was wrong with you. Yeah. And so, two days later, I think, your mom flew in. Yeah, and I remember <clears> the <throat> first night I was there alone, and that was just the worst. I mm-hmm. don't think I slept much at all. Because things are beeping, there's yeah. screams on, weird. it's weird. I was sharing a room, so there was a woman behind a curtain right next to me, mm-hmm. um, which I don't care, Yeah, like, that there was another person, but you're just like, I'm in this room with random people, I have this thing on my head, and you're not in your right mind, so yeah. it's very strange. But you came back the next, I think my mom flew in the next day. So then I was there because, so I was at the hospital after class, hanging out with you, and your mom got on the flight and came and I I went down to the lobby to meet her and I don't think I'll ever forget this like (laughs) until I die she I don't think I had met your mom yet are you serious no you might not have it was sophomore year yeah so I had seen pictures of her I had heard stories and I was like woo like 
can't wait to meet her. Like, had, I wish it was under different circumstances, yeah. but I was like, okay, great. This woman had just gotten off a plane. Like, five from, to six hour plane ride. Yeah, like a long flight, coming to see her, like, her sick daughter. Like, things are very dramatic. And this woman comes in, long coat, hair blown out and done, full face of makeup, gorgeous, perfect teeth, like, <laughs> she's probably, like, five feet tall, but, like, <laughs> gorge, and, like, heels and boots, and, like, just walking fast with her rolling suitcase behind her, <laughs> and I was, like, Mrs. Albrecht, and she was, like, hi, like, still happy, <laughs> and I was, like, okay. I'm still excited still- to be there? <laughs> and I was, like, let me take you to the room, and she was, like, okay, and so I'm just walking, and I'm, like, I have no excuse of how I look right now, <laughs> like, this is... <laughs> Unreal, and so I just kind of filled her in, gave her, like, bullet points of what had happened and, like, how you were that day and all this stuff, and she was very quiet. She just pulled in, like, took in all the information, and um, we got up to the room, and she completely, like, took over, and you cried when you saw her. Oh, I cried. I was so... I love my mother. She... That woman is my best friend. She's the most incredible woman and we are like total opposites. Yeah. She is like 5'3", I'm 5'9". Mm-hmm. She is glamorous, always done up. Jewelry. Jewelry, sparkling to the gods. And I am... <laughs> a turd. Um, a, a turd. <laughs> I look like one, I smell like one. No, you're just... What, I just... What am I saying? You're earthy. I'm earthy. <laughs> I'm what you would call earthy. Yep. I'm very connected to nature. I've we gotten love. that before. Um, <laughs> You're just dirty. <laughs> I'm just dirty is the moral of that story. But so she walks in and I am sobbing yeah. because I love her. And then there's actually the funniest photo of my mom and me in the hospital. And it's me looking just dazed and confused with, with my like Buzz hat. Lightyear hat on. And my Buzz mom... Lightyear to the rescue. <laughs> And my mom's sitting there, fully made up, glamorous, smiling, the happiest she's ever been, <laughs> and me just like in frumpy, in frumpy hospital garb, and, <laughs> and like a weird pained half and, smile. <laughs> and it's a very funny photo. So anytime yeah. anyone asks me about my mom, I show them that photo. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this tells you everything you need to know. But so yeah, you guys, but that night, I remember before she came, I think we were watching Probably Family Feuds. No, whose line? Whose line is it anyway? Oh my God! We yeah. were. It was good. Oh, I freaking love that. But show. then I got, and then I got overwhelmed, and then I was like, we need to turn it off. And, <laughs> and you were like, like okay. <laughs> Can do. And then my mom showed up, and um, so then she became, then she was part of the team. I mean, she was always part of the team, but yeah. she was now. It was in and, the outfield. She was playing. <laughs> and it was nice for her to be there because she knows your history, like yeah. she's your mom, like, and she has so much more pull with doctors. Oh yeah, so much more. And I trust her completely. Like, my mom has dealt, as I've told in the past, oh my god, I looked at the computer and I thought we weren't recording for a second. And and I was so mad. Dare they? Um, What was I saying? She knows your history. um... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she knows, honestly, like, the woman knows a lot about the medical Mm -hmm. field without being a doctor. And I know you're like, oh, she's just one of those moms who looks it up on WebMD and knows all the symptoms. No. Like, my mom has dealt with cancer in the family, with my brothers, both of his autoimmune diseases. Anytime anyone was sick, she was on the case. She did the research. She researches more than anyone I know. Mm -hmm. So she knows everything. And she was already researching my symptoms on her iPad. 
Um, of course. Of course. <laughs> and so she was just trying to figure out all this information. And so anytime the doctors would come in, I just felt so much more comfortable because she was there asking the questions. And that was such a relief because I knew nothing would be missed. Because when I go to the hospital, I'm like, uh, I don't know. My, <laughs> I don't feel good. My head hurts. <laughs> Maybe I need a sandwich. <laughs> and they're like, okay, bye. And then when my mom comes, she's like, what tests have you taken? What is she doing? Has she gotten her food for the night? She's not, and by no means is she, like, pushy and aggressive. No, she's, she's just on top of she's it. She's just on top of it. And she's, like, the kindest woman. And she's so grateful for everything. But so anytime the doctors came in, I, like, felt comfortable she was there and it not to say that I wasn't comfortable having you there because you're also you're very pushy and that's what I needed when I was was and I don't know what like came over me because like I said like I don't do medical stuff like I don't Mm -hmm. really have a lot of history with going to the hospital and like dealing with nurses and stuff but I was just like this is like my friend like I don't understand why you aren't getting this like just get her a heated blanket yeah (laughs) I have a theory, though, because your sister also has... Yeah, my sister does have a lot of health issues. And, and so I feel like in that moment, I was Yeah, your you were sister. Mary Jo. I was Mary Jo. I was yeah. MJ in that moment. <laughs> and so... But it was, yeah, it's like we all have people we know. And so it's like when you see someone else you know in that situation, you're more willing to jump on it yeah. and attack it more aggressively than maybe you wouldn't have if you this was your first time yeah. handling anything medical. But yeah. Yeah, so I think that... So that stay was... Is it? Yeah, that stay was longer. It was longer. It was better, in a way, because I feel like you were getting more... Attention. Yeah, and more concrete, like... Information. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, do you want to go into the that night? Which night? When they... When oh, I when came and got you. me. <gasps> Let's do it. Let's drag them. <laughs> Let's drag them. <laughs> So I talked about the night I was fired, but surprise, surprise, Sarah Jane Libby was... Made a guest appearance. <laughs> made a guest appearance that night. Yeah, let's talk about it. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I never forget. Ne- but <laughs> never forget. Never let it go. Never forget. Never let it go. Um, yeah. I, uh... <laughs> you had been back for... You got discharged from the hospital. You had been back for how many days? I... Like a couple like yeah it wasn't the first night back I had yeah. been there a couple of times and you guys know I had the memory issue I feel bad if this is the first episode people are listening to because they're gonna be like I don't know um who am I kidding why am I get acting? on top of things <laughs> listen again um, <laughs> but yeah it was oh, frick what was I talking about? Well, you had been there a couple of days and you were still in rehearsal, like everything was fine. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. So I had like a little episode again where I forgot some of the words and I was like, I just need to sit out for a second. And then they brought me outside at the break and they're like, Manny, no, we can't have you do the acting. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and then I was a mess. Yeah. So, and so to, <laughs> no one wanted to deal with me. So again, they called. Well, and the reason that they kept calling me was <clears throat> most of, like, our friends were in shows. Like, everybody was in rehearsal. Yeah. I was not in rehearsal, so, like, I was available, which I'm happy that I was. Like, I'm happy that I was able to, like, be there for this stuff. Um, but I was, again, in my room just hanging out, and uh, <laughs> so exciting. You um, <laughs> party, girl. <laughs> Give me a break. It was, like, Tuesday. Um, <laughs> and... Soph, the stage manager, called me, 
And she was like, um, I think you need to come get Maddie. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like, are she having an episode? Like, me in go bag mode. I was like, <laughs> we're going to the hospital. It's happening. And she was like, no, um, I think they just kicked her out of the show. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I got all my stuff and I went because I was like, what, like, what's going on? Like, yeah. this is, this has never happened in yeah. the history of the world. And so I get there and I don't know why, like, I do know why because I'm just an angry bean, but <laughs> I was just, my first instinct was just to be like, what the, what the, f-? like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is my friend. Like, <laughs> and so I get there and you're just outside with the like, creatives and Soph is there and rehearsals just like paused, paused. <laughs> in the room no one else like is is out there like nothing is happening and I was like whatever well they didn't know yeah they no were in the room. one knew no one knew oh and then okay yeah sorry it's, I'm getting ahead of myself it's, it's so good so I go over and Soph was like oh hey like this is Sarah like she's gonna take her home and you were just like I don't think you were crying you cried a little. Yeah, I but was you, a little emotional. You were a little emotional, understandable, but you were still, like, together. And I was like, hi. And <laughs> they were like, um, okay, so you're going to take her home? Like the They have no idea who I am. So yeah. <laughs> I, and I just was like, okay. Um, and I said, where's your stuff? And you said, in the rehearsal room. And I was like, great. Um, so I walk in, and I'm fuming. I don't know why. These people did nothing to me. And so I'm... <laughs> I walk in the room with Soph and, like, the rest of the cast is just hanging out. Like, they have no idea what's going on. Because you'd probably been out there for, like, half an hour. Yeah, like, like a, a hot second. It was a while. And so I just went and I was like, where's her stuff? And I grabbed it. And I was leaving. And one of the cast members looked at me and was like, what's going on? Like, is she okay? And I stopped and I looked at them and I said, she's not in the show anymore. And I walked and Soph in my ear was like, you weren't supposed to say that. And I was like, they're going to find out. So I walked out. Ellen, who was also in that show, yeah, our teacher, who... so full circle. We love. So full circle. Um, but she was like, what's going on? And I was like, they just kicked her out of the show. And she was like, what? Like, she even had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, an adult who was working on the show had... So, I don't know what... Plow. I don't know what kind of discussion had taken place before they did this, but it just ca- it came out of nowhere. There was none. They had no... Dis- well, they discussed it between the three of them, the three creatives of the show, but they hadn't discussed it with anyone at Montclair, yeah. anyone at the school. And I got you your stuff. I made sure you were good. I said goodbye to Soph. I think I like said bye to them, but they were, I was, I didn't even want them. Couldn't even look at them. I didn't want to engage because I was like, I'm going to just say something that I regret. So let's go. Um, and so we walked back and we hung out in your room and you know, you got it out. Like it was, it was yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I got it out. Yeah, you It were... wasn't nice. No, it wasn't nice. But like also, uh, You know, like, you're going through probably what is one of the hardest moments in your life. You're thousands of miles away from your home. You're, you don't have your family. Like, you have a support system, but, like, this is the hardest thing that's going on in your life right now, and they just decide to drop you. Yeah, I just felt like being, like, kicked. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things that I, I will never judge you for reacting in the way that you did, because, like you have emotions and they need to be managed because like I feel like if you hadn't 
gotten it out, you wouldn't have been able to handle the situation so well afterwards because there was some fallout. Like, you had to do those meetings. They, you know, you had to talk to our heads of the department. Yeah, I had, like, I was brought into a meeting. It Mm -hmm. was very... It was very strange. It was dramatic. Yeah, it felt very dramatic. And I'm, in a way, happy that it was because now, like, as sucky as it was that it happened to you, because of that, no one is ever going to go through that again because they created a (laughs) handbook for any outside creative director, writer, whatever, that wants to do something here that they need to, like, follow protocol. They can't just drop their actors anymore and like there's a way that we're supposed to be treated now and I think it's that's so great and that wouldn't have happened if if this this crazy incident hadn't happened I wish they would have dedicated it to me though (laughs) just on the cover page for Maddie for Maddie (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's all I want that's all I actually want out of this situation but yeah so that kind of I think sums it up I mean obviously there's been things that have happened like the packs it's been going on for yeah two years it's, it's now been an it's, ongoing oh my, thing. it's almost it is almost the anniversary i love that i think it's this friday i think it's the 15th we should have a party it literally goes it literally goes valentine's day sandra day and then mine and martin's one year anniversary <laughs> sandra <laughs> i have three holidays right in a row <laughs> oh sandra um yeah isn't that that's wacky that's wacky two years now yeah i, I mean ever since the summer after yeah i've been that year it, it's been much more manageable yeah um in the sense that we know what to do exactly. now exactly not that it's any less like shocking for you but it's, yeah it's been better yeah we understand it a little <clears throat> bit more and we like i have my ups and downs and you guys get it like usually if i'm not in class or i'm tired you just ask bad brain night or bad brain yeah. day and i go yeah or if it's something else i say it's something else but for the most part, we get it. And I mean, there is something, like, I want to talk more about guilt and paranoia, but I think I want to, like, dedicate an entire episode to that because mm-hmm. that's that was such a huge part of it, too, that I think just fueled, like, the negative, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. just fueled the negativity in the whole situation. And that, like, really amped up when I was... Um, diagnosed but mm-hmm. I think I, I, I'll talk about that I mean if we need more input we might have you on again <laughs> yay yeah. I'm so guilty all the time <laughs> <laughs> perfect so yeah I definitely want to get into that because I mean when you have great friends and they do all this stuff for you it's it's the same with my boyfriend Martin mm-hmm. and how he has to deal with it and having a He's significant other yeah having a significant other and having like really close friends being there in the like core of the situation and mm-hmm. really feeling the brunt of it. So that's to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks, Sarver. Anytime. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Tell I'm proud of you. Thanks. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Stop flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should turn this off. Weird. <laughs> okay well um i think that's it so have a good whatever time it is where you are and i'll see you next week bye so you want to do the fart do 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's good